Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when when salt and pepper come together. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. My name is Lisa. And on today's episode, we are eavesdropping. You are eavesdropping on me and Olivia talking about friendships. We've done this a few times. We have. Fortunately, it always comes out of difficulty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll get into that. What's your current obsession? Yeah, what's yours? Me? My current obsession is my trusty hemorrhoid cream. Miss Congeniality knew. (laughs) She knew the whole time. Uh, It's working? I don't know. But for your hemorrhoids. <laughs> from hemorrhoids. For your it's eyes. For my hemorrhoids, but for my eyes. Um, so if you don't know. <laughs> well, my know. hemorrhoids are gone, but my eyes are worse than ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I got it for my eyes. Um, yeah. Hemorrhoid cream is like supposed to be really good for your eye circles yeah. and um, eye lines. So I think so. It's so hard to tell. It's not like I'm going to see results instantly, but um, honestly, for the price it is compared to any other eye cream. Right. Oh, my gosh. Why not? Yeah. Buy them in bulk. Do you just have like 12? I was like, geez, what are you going through? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Um, My current obsession is this weather. We, we did skip fall, which is curious. It was like mm-hmm. 90 before I left for California. And then I came back and it was like 40. So, you know, I'm not like really sure where fall went, um, but it's fine. I'll accept it. Yeah, I'll take I, it. I'm really disappointed. I only got one day where I could wear shorts with um, ankle boots or like kind of right. boots. Yeah, I've you do mix. I, I never oh, have I mixed that. seasons, but you do like it. Oh, that's probably my favorite thing. Like yeah. a big jacket, but I'm like wearing shorts and mm. I just feel like one part of my body would always be cold. That's why it has to be the perfect weather. Like But then I'd be hot. It'd be like one you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I guess I just don't get as hot as other people. Yeah, that's true. You I do. just stay uglier very... than others. You say what? It's just hot. Um, Well, should we get down to the silver lining of the week? Yep. Uh, My silver lining of the week is my sweet second boy had chicken pox. Did Bear get them? No. How is that possible? They're so contagious. Literally no idea. I didn't get them. I can't remember the last time I was vaccinated for them. Um, Wait, have you had them before? Nope. I've never You've had You've never had chicken pox? No, I I mean, I've been vaccinated since I was a kid. Oh. Um, Zav has had them, but he didn't get them this time. You can only get them once. No. 
chicken pox yeah i mean the second really? the next form would be like shingles but it's a form of chicken pox oh i mean i know chicken pox you can only get once because if you've had them you can't get them again that's what i thought mm, no yeah you can get them again but they're shingles so it's oh. like a more intense hmm. f- from what i'm familiar with oh so it turns out we're pretty sure my mom had them like a month ago mm-hmm. but she didn't give them to my son because he got them way after and she thought she just had some sort of a very hurtful rash like poison oak yeah um but yeah it was pretty awful i've never seen chicken pox i've never been around someone with chicken pox mm-hmm. um and that was an interesting experience so yeah weird is he okay yeah totally fine he's great he, now did he have a fever and stuff yeah he had a fever and yeah. Um, his appetite it's really weird my doctor even now is doesn't think it was chicken pox but we literally wouldn't know anything else it is but I'm pretty sure it was oh weird yeah because like he shouldn't have gotten it right so huh interesting yeah yeah I had chicken pox when I was little and my dad said you're supposed to let them all fall off you know and then he picked one on my nose right here because scabs yeah and Mm. he was like you're not supposed to do that and I thought it was gonna fall off and then he picked it and I still have a scar from it and I'm like you tainted me (laughs) yeah yeah luckily mav um wasn't isn't picking at them or anything like oh that's good yeah yeah maybe he just has like acne like toddler acne (laughs) (laughs) with a fever yeah all over his body yeah it was crazy it's like in his hair and oh yeah that's sad yeah i wonder what my silver lining is yeah i guess i thought that would be your current obsession yeah so um I went on a work trip and it was a really, it was good. It was just really long. It's like we stayed in three different Airbnbs and it was just a lot of traveling, but we got to end the trip with Disney and it's just the best thing in the whole wide world. And it's my favorite thing. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Arturo said that he never sees me the way that I am in Disneyland. He he was telling Matt, he goes, take it all in, man. You'll never see her like this again. (laughs) Um, But it was fun. And then our friend Bryce came and he brought somebody who we didn't know. And it was just like, five people four boys and just me doing Disney um but it was really it was really fun the best part was getting on the teacups and five of us fitting on the teacups we that makes my stomach (laughs) hurt just thinking about it we literally it's like the it was the funniest part of the day because Mm -hmm. so we go and we sit oh are you gonna talk about the teacups I don't know if I can handle that we go and like I they were like let's all try to fit I'm like there is no way that five of us are gonna fit in this teacup so we go sit in we have two backpacks and everything and we somehow managed to shut the little door and we all sit there like this the workers walking by and we all look <laughs> the worker we're just like and then she looks in at us and just goes and walks up and we all start laughing so hard and it starts going and I told them I'm like I'm not turning this the whole time you guys it's like do it for me so they're all turning it and they're yelling heave 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 I'm like what is this like from the outside we're laughing so hard people they're like going like this like flopping out of it Bryce is pretending to be stiff Arturo and Matt are yelling heave I'm crying and I'm like there are people in line with their four-year-olds ready to get on the teacups and there's these five 30-year-olds just screaming the workers were laughing and I'm like if we got them to laugh after what they see all day and we got off and we're like, why did you guys let us do that? We're like, can't walk. 
<laughs> it was so funny. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I would have thrown up all over the place. Well, I don't get sick from it. And I was getting to it because they were spinning it so quick. I was like, you know, <gasps> I might barf. Yeah. Oh, that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it actually makes me feel. <laughs> anyway, it was there was so much more to the trip, but that was re- it was really, really fun. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. I love I that love you had Disney. fun. I know the whole time I'm there, I picturing myself there with my friends. I picture myself there with you, like sitting next to me on rides and you just being like, who is this person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just having like the weirdest like amount of fun. But I guess um, I should have had a silver, different silver lining, but I'll save it for the next one. Literally, it was so busy. OK, <laughs> OK. We didn't stop. Like, I literally couldn't even go shopping. Can I react? Me listening to your voice message? I felt so bad. I, my eyes welled up. Okay, listen. Whatever. Last time I was there for three days, I was going to get it for you. And then you said, no, I shouldn't. I really shouldn't eat it. Yeah, that was last time. But this time we had one day and I was with five people and I literally, we were nonstop the whole day. I promise you. It wasn't because I forgot about you. Um, anyway, so today's episode, like you said, we had an eavesdrop, mm-hmm. so let's get into it. Well, I, I kind of just wanted to start this because I had an interesting conversation with Zav and I wanted to talk to you more about that. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, his reaction to me talking about my friendship issues, your friendship woes, my friendship woes, um, which boys, they just don't understand because they're not in that same. They're because just different. Even if they went through something where, let's say, a guy friend hurt them, they would either just not be their friend anymore or they would, like, talk for two minutes and it would they would forget about it. What I ended up having to tell Zav, well, what he was saying is he was like, well, what I wanted to have in reaction to what you were saying is you're being like over dramatic essentially right like of course like she's still friends with you of course she still loves you of course she still cares but I had to tell him like logically I know that logically I know what I'm doing and what I'm thinking doesn't really make sense but this is everything I was feeling when my other friend did this Mm -hmm. and she has since cut me out of her life and she I have now learned what proper gaslighting is right. because of that. Constantly telling me, no, you're my best friend. What do you mean? You're my best friend. What do you mean? Um, like, are we still friends? Of course I care about you. I'm just really bad at long distance relationships. It's kind of like, I think, which I've never been cheated on, but I feel like it would be that same thing. Like you would get cheated on by a guy and then you would be in a relationship with someone else who was awesome, but they exhibit some kind of weird same behavior. And you're like, no, you are cheating on me, but you know, they're actually not. I have been cheated on and it feels really similar. And me and Zav, this is also like a relationship episode, actually. Um, Me and Zav have had this conversation where, and I correlated this friendship thing with that, like, I logically know you're not cheating on me, but then I feel like I can see things or like, uh, but that's because my lens is skewed Uh from being hurt. It doesn't mean it's because you're a bad person. It doesn't mean because you are doing bad things. It's because I've been lied to. I've been gaslit. And when I 
thought I was being cheated on, I confronted my boyfriend about it. He said no. And then I found out on my own and the girlfriend telling me not so not on my own from the girlfriend telling me that they're they were dating dating um and so i had to like tell zav i i understand your logical response like what you want to say to me but it doesn't mean that's what you should say to me and i'm glad you didn't right i want you to be empathetic like you can't meet empathy with logic when it comes to that and so that's the really hard thing with friendships is um i've now gone through like two very difficult friendship relationships in this last year both of them i'm like still so hurt yeah um because i want to be their friends right like so bad Mm -hmm. and like especially this newest one it's so funny it's like so much like a relationship and you were like telling me about this when you're like helping me through all my (laughs) friendship stuff i'm like i know i'm crazy you just have to help me like see that i'm not crazy and i need to tell you all of like my evidence so that you can tell me that everything is okay or is it should i say something can i say something and this is like the third time i had brought it up to you um So as you guys know, I'm super passionate about like health and fitness and um, I've been talking a lot in the past few months about upping my calorie intake and also my protein intake and it actually is really difficult. I aim to eat about 100 grams of protein a day, if not more, and that's actually really hard to adjust your body to eating that much protein. But one thing that has helped me so much that I literally eat every single day or I guess drink every single day is the Organifi protein powder. So you can get multiple flavors. There's chocolate and vanilla. I personally love the vanilla. So one thing that's really great about this protein powder and what's really easy about it too, especially if you're on the go like I am, it contains 20 grams of protein per scoop. Um, So on days that I'm podcasting and I might not have time to sit down for a lunch, I will always grab a protein shake. So it has no soy, it's dairy-free, vegan, non-GMO, and 100% whole food. Um, And it also has pea protein, quinoa, pumpkin seeds, which is really good for hair growth, by the way, Um, vanilla bean, digestive enzymes, which really helps me because I have a lot of food aversions. And then it has no fillers and it has pre and probiotics, which is so necessary for your gut health. Um, And I've noticed such a huge difference since starting to take this protein because it's not only that it just fills me up, but it actually gives me energy and it makes me feel really good. Um, When you take this protein, it will improve your digestion, boost your immune response and promotes your mood, which again is awesome because if you're on the go, you're having a protein shake and you need to get in protein powder. It's like you want it to do more than just one thing and you know for a fact and you can rest assured that these are really good ingredients and they are going to do a lot for your body. So what I'll do is I will grab a shaker and I will put some unsweetened almond milk in it um, and then I add a scoop of the protein powder. Sometimes I even add two if I'm going in for a really long day and then I add all of my other supplements. So if I have collagen or chlorophyll, mushroom powder, all of that type of stuff. So I will go ahead and just add that all into the shake, shake it up, and you literally just taste the vanilla and it it tastes so good. Organifi just makes it really easy to know that all of these ingredients are really awesome for you and you can rest assured in that. So if you are wanting to try this 
protein powder, or anything else, you can use code SALT and PEPPER for 20% off your total order. So not just one thing. Or you can go to the show notes below and it will take you to our landing page and that automatically takes the discount off on the website, which makes things super easy. So like I said, you can use the code SALT and PEPPER, that's S-A-L-T-A-N-D-P-E-P-P-R for 20% off your total order. Trust me, it's worth it. Yeah, because I think when you, when I have been on the other end of what you're going through without knowing your friends, I know them a little bit, but not to the extent you do. So it's kind of hard to be like, well, maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like maybe they are like, maybe there is something. I don't really know, which I think with the most recent one, I was like, I, I knew it would be fine. It was a second offense too. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I think, you know, I think you have PTSD and I think that you're in a mental state where you have been hurt and you are expecting to get hurt again because that's how you've been treated. And I've been in that many times Um, because I think when somebody hurts you, it's just like, well, if you hurt me, the person I would expect the least to hurt me, then anybody can hurt me. And that's, I think, a really hard space to be in. The person you trust the most hurts you the most. And then you're like, well, I guess everybody is going to treat me like that. Um, But it does make it really hard, especially when you get older, because at least when you're in high school, there's more room for kind of growth and meeting new people or going to college. But when you're going to be in your 30s and people have very established friendships and marriages and kids, it's like it's really hard to make friends. So when one falls through the cracks, you're like, wait, (laughs) like I don't have many left, you know, it's like. And, And there's a part of it that makes me wonder, like, well, I'm established. I know what I like. I know who I like. I know why I'm friends with the people I'm friends with. It's not just like willy nilly. I'm just friends with anyone like high school. It's like I'm in this time of my life where like these are my friends like and I expect these relationships and hope that these relationships will last a really long time. They like know me and like we talk vulnerably and we either like the same things or we're similar to some sort of degree. And so for those relationships not to be working out. It's like a hole is like taken out of your heart. It's like a literal piece of you is no longer there. Yeah, it is. It is really hard. And I I think one thing Arturo always says is like a friendship needs to bring you value. And I think sometimes for me anyway, when I've stepped back to some relationships I have, I just go, what are what value are they bringing to me? And not saying, oh, you need to be like, you know, giving me giving me things or my cup always needs to be filled. But like, am I just filling your cup? Am I the one that's only reaching out? Am I the one that is only suggesting we do things or asking you how you are? Like, when was the last time you asked about how I was? Mm. You know, and it's when you think about that, it's like a friendship is a relationship. And not that you need your friendship to be like your partner. And, you know, you don't need a clingy friend. We've talked about that, too. It's like, I don't want a clingy friend. No. But I also want somebody who's going to be like, no, I actually want to reach out to you and be like, hey, when can we meet up? When can we do these things? Even if it's once every two months. Um, but it is, it is hard, like you said, because then there can be a whole other, um, section of that friendship where you're like, no, I love you. I love hanging out with you. We have so much fun, but wait a second, this doesn't feel equal. You know, I kind of want to touch on something that you brought up to me, which really opened up my eyes and I still don't entirely understand, but, um, and it's not all about Enneagram types, but how, me and you and us type of people are perceived by others 
And um, that really opened up my eyes to make me realize other friendships. Like I, I, I don't even mind bringing up. I had a cousin who didn't put me in her wedding. And it really upset me because I had been there for her mm-hmm. for so many things. Right. And I have like 100 cousins. So who could it be? Um, and that was really upsetting to me because I was like, oh, well, you also were never the one to reach out to me and ask me how I was doing. Right. And I was always asking you how you were doing. Mm-hmm. And when you needed something, I was here for you. And it was also the same. It's not just her, but... It's the same type of people who have acted that way when they didn't want to tell me that they had done something wrong. And they like kept certain things from me because they thought I was going to look down on them. And I was shocked to hear that. And I've heard that so many times from friends because I am like so not that judgmental of a person to where I'm like, okay, well... I need to sit you down and tell you about all the bad things that you've done and why I think less of you. And I've, I've now realized after our conversation, it's actually not about me. It's about how they perceive me. And that is not my problem. It is not my problem that you think I'm going to be judging you and all this stuff because I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually a good friend surprisingly, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't do that to you. And if I think something's hurting you and if I think I can help you, I'm going to have a conversation with you about it. But it's because I think I can help you. But just like the same thing you would do for me if you thought I was hurting myself. Yeah, I think it is really challenging because it's more recent in the past few years that I've had to work on this of like, I am not responsible for my friend's happiness and I am not responsible to make sure that they are happy. And I'm also not responsible that they're doing the thing they love to do. And for me, I would put it on myself to be like, no, you should do these things because it'll make you happy. And I knew it would. And they would agree, do it, maybe stop doing it. Or maybe it would be something where they didn't take my their, my advice on something and then it ended up panning out the exact way Arturo and I said or whatever it was. And I could tell that there was like a weird thing. Like it was like the elephant in the room. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like that happened recently. Something ended up panning out the exact way that we said it would. And then they felt like they had to address it right when we saw them. Mm. Like, just so you know, you guys were right. And I'm just like, you don't have to say that like Mm -hmm. this is you know our opinion this is what we're talking about I do believe that you have amazing potential and you should be doing these things because I love you and I want you to be the best version of yourself but I also have to know that that, that's not my responsibility and if hanging out with me makes you feel bad don't hang out with me like if hanging out with me makes you feel like you're not doing enough in your life Mm. it's not about me Mm -hmm. but I'm also really sorry that you feel like that when you hang out with me so it's probably best that we don't hang out you know yeah and it's how they're perceiving you right it's like you don't want to put that pressure on them if that's not what they want to do or whatever it is you just see something in them or they'll ask even or they'll ask they'll ask always ask always want to talk about stuff and then you know I find out later it's like oh well it's kind of a lot I'm like well I mean you're asking about it (laughs) you know it's like what do you want from me like Uh you know that when I start going off about stuff and also it's opinions it's opinions you don't have to do everything that someone says yes and if you don't want somebody's advice don't ask for advice too. Or you can say, <clears throat> can I ask for your advice and not do it? Right. Yeah, I think I think it can be really hard because 
like you said, the way that people, the way that people can perceive us or you or whoever's listening can be totally different than who you are as a person. And I mean, I was just telling that to Arturo last night that, which you know this side of me, but I think people kind of see me as like this, for lack of a better word, like this ball buster who's like confident. Like I don't need it. Oh, you can speak for both of us. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I think that's the way people see me, especially, you know, like when I hang out with a bunch of dudes and I'm just like, you know, but I'm like, that's the me that is a confident me that I'm putting on to have fun. But when I break it down and I'm sitting with you and I'm vulnerable, it's like, Artie, I want you to take care of me because I feel like no one else is. It's like I'm putting this on for other people because, first of all, I don't want to put my stuff on most people. But also it's like, yeah, maybe people don't know the deepest parts of you. But a lot of times I think it's because they're not asking too. It's like you shouldn't be surprised that I'm crying because I'm not as successful as I want to be. Like that shouldn't be a surprise to people. But I think that it is a lot of times because people see us the way that we are. We're so confident. We're so this, this, and this. And we're like, we're not that way at all. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm crying about <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> yeah. Maybe so- you should be encouraging me that you see that rather right. than just perceiving that I'm this strong, strong-headed individual. It's so funny because this brings me back um, to my conversation with Sav. Because we were just having this conversation about so many things that... In how he thinks more logically than I think. Which or I, most male I, and female. Right. Yeah. It's male and female. Yeah. And that's what I told him. I was like, because he was trying to think, to what point do I change myself and the way that I respond to you? And I said, well, I come to you. I meet you with logic when you come to me with logic. If I right. need empathy, I need you to meet me with empathy. Mm. And um, one of the things I brought up, because he was like, gosh, and and he precursored this. This is my relationship, not yours, <laughs> to anyone who wants to divulge on my relationship. He was like, it does make me wonder if it's you and if I was with someone else, if this would be an issue. Um, or to what degree is it me and that I need to like change the way, like this is a constant marriage conversation. Yeah. Relationship conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what I told him, I was like, you would be shocked what my friends say about me because they don't see me as this emotional dependent person. Like they see me as like, I can hang out with myself and I'm good. I don't really need friends. That's like how I come off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like came out of our conversation too with because I have this really bad self-perception. I, I don't really know how I come across or how like I'm perceived. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, that's like one of my like self-discoveries of the last year is like how intimidating I am to people mm. and how like even like my own friends could. It's so funny. I see myself as such an emotional being mm-hmm. and like very empathetic and understanding. And I'm now realizing through all the conversations I've had with friendships in the lack of depth and vulnerability that I have had that I'm like, oh, I actually like come off so different. Right. 
Well, I was telling you, which I've never verbalized it, which we should do an episode on it, is the Kardashian energy. Like, oh, we should. Uh, yeah. Yes. Like, I love that. I don't <laughs> I don't care about what anybody thinks, but I actually care about what everyone thinks. Like the Kard- Kardashians don't care about, you know, they know they're beautiful. It's like, no, they don't. Or they wouldn't do all that work to themselves. It's like there are so many things like, oh, they don't need anybody to tell them anything about themselves. It's like, no, they, they need everyone. They need everyone to too. And that's constantly. Right. And I feel like that's not that we need that same type of, I mean, like, not to, to not to that extent, not to that extent, but it's like, yeah, I'm confident in who I am. Like if I meet you for the first time, you better believe you're going to think I'm the most confident person you've ever met. But I'm also in the bathroom. They're fixing my hair going, what the frick am I looking at? <laughs> I look like a monster. You know, it's like everybody has their own things. And I, I believe most success does come from confidence. And if you and I are not yeah. confident, especially in this podcast, we are not going to get anywhere with it. No. But that also has to be accompanied with vulnerability and honesty. But then I think a lot of people look at us and just go, no, like they don't care about anyone. Isn't that and so like, true? Oh my gosh. Like faking it till you make it isn't this like imposter syndrome thing. It's like literally you just put on something differently from what other people see because right. how me and you come across on come across (laughs) come across on the podcast or like me at church like people think I'm someone right and like me and you hanging out I'm like I'm actually like an alien and like I feel weird and I feel off I'm calling you constantly about my friend issues and that for me is really hard to do yeah it's really hard for me to share that like I have issues going Mm -hmm. on and to talk about it and it's another thing that I talked about with Zav I'm I need words of affirmation Uh and um, I would say that's like the last thing that anyone actually gives me and I think it's because of how I come across and Mm -hmm. it's like the thing that I need the most. Yeah, you look like you don't need it so people don't give it to you. Right, but like anytime that I get it, it like means the world to me and like I hold on to those things especially because it's like few and far between. Totally. Like you have complimented me I can like remember everything that you have said Mm. and it's like shocking to me every time which is funny because I'm always thinking stuff I think I just don't say it because you also don't want to be the type of person that's like you're so pretty pretty. (laughs) oh my gosh you know because that's what girls do a lot too and I think sometimes it can come across like it's not real when you're constantly saying it but that's like yeah when people compliment my work or my butt in yoga pants I'm like freaking thank you (laughs) (laughs) you know but and and it's not again it's not that as women in friendships it's like we constantly need this but also it's like read the room like who do you you think we're robots you think we don't need you to text us and ask us how we are Mm -hmm. you think we're just fine with you know you never caring Mm -hmm. it's just like hello if we were that much of a robot we wouldn't have friends in general right it's like we're choosing to have friends and go above and beyond because that's what we want and we also need that in return but you know if people listen to the podcast they would know <laughs> what that like they would know that we're vulnerable and we're asking for yeah. these things yeah we're literally like hello yeah yeah no Compliment literally us. yeah yeah but I don't know friendships are hard the older you get yeah I think it's um unfortunately I think there are seasons for friendships and I think mm-hmm. friendships ebb and flow and I think sometimes you don't end up staying friends with people um, and then there are the lifelongers that are there no matter what happens, no matter how much you change. And those are a dime a dozen, you know? Yeah. So. Woo. We'll add that into the turning 29 coming on 30 episode. Crazy. Aww. 
Well, guys, thanks for listening. If any of this related to you guys, please screenshot it and post it on your stories and tag us. We'll personally thank you. Like, that means the world to us. Means Um, so much. And we think that this is an episode that a lot of people can relate to. So please share it. Talk about it with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do that and you can follow us over at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. You can also follow us personally at Olivia Crin at Lisa Brosser. And I think that's everything. So uh, it's always better when salt salt and pepper pepper come come together. together. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.